I uh, am now in four fantasy football leagues. Or in other words, my wife and I no longer have sex. everybody welcome back to tangents it's me spencer salins been on a fairly extended we'll go with summer vacation i've uh, been on a bit, a bit of a break working on some things some side projects working on other people's side projects it's been fun but i'm excited to be back we're not going anywhere we just took a little bit of a staycation if you will okay but yeah again we're not going anywhere sorry for the delay we've just been uh taking our time I know that I think technically this is the 100th episode, so uh, big fanfares you can tell on my end, but milestones, not all of them, but some milestones can be a little bit dumb. I mean, I understand that we should be giving ourselves praise for things that we're improving at, things to be better at, but anyway, this is what happens when I don't have a guest. I just ramble like a moron. I'm excited for that. And you will be too. All right. Um, what have I been doing recently? Uh, I actually, because I'm a super cool kid, as all of you will most undoubtedly know, I'm a very cool person. And because of that cool person, I uh, am now in four fantasy football leagues. Or in other words, my wife and I no longer have sex. But it's okay though, all right? Because... When other people are going to be worried about, oh no, what's my life going to be like if I don't devote enough time to my family, my loved ones? I'm going to be thinking, hey, who are the breakout stars for week seven? Is it going to be Juju Smith-Schuster? Is it going to be somebody else? Is it going to be poop in a cup? I might be getting that word wrong. Oh, well, not a big football fan. I've been working on a bit like that recently, and, uh, Boy, uh, if you're working on a bit and you're not uh, incredibly talented yet as a comedian, don't, don't, don't open with something you're working on unless it's super fucking fire. Unfortunately for me, it was not super fire. No guests today, or at least so far, because I'm working on being a, uh, a broadcaster, okay? <clears throat> Are you guys excited for the midterms? I know I'm not. I've actually been on a pretty big political, what's the word? Not paying attention. For, I can't think of the right word, but I have not really been paying attention to politics recently. As somebody who grew up or at least spent a lot of their formative years in like late teens, early 20s, and throughout their 20s, even early 30s, like obsessing about politics and what's going to happen, what's going on, things like at the national level, things of which I have essentially no uh, effect over. And I was one of those classic people who put all this time and energy into, um, you know, all this time and mental energy into, you know, who's going to be running for president, who is going to be the senator from Pennsylvania, uh, you know, who is going to be on, you know, the Senate Congressional Committee for the highway production. I mean, this is all, it's a recipe for getting extreme burnout in your 20s about things that have no effect on you whatsoever never paid attention to local politics, things that I could actually at least have a somewhat larger 
relatively larger effect on like I don't know who runs the county, who's going to be mayor, who's, you know, local ordinances. I didn't really give much attention to that until I absolutely needed to like at the ballot box, but oh well, I am a typical quote informed American voter. It's exciting though. It's an exciting time to be alive. But because of that, I've just been kind of happier actually, like not paying attention to politics all the time. For those of you who haven't started to do that, just take a little break. Take a little break from just being dialed in, you know, mainlining that shit of, you know, what's the happy haps? What's going on with Congress? What's going on at the national level? Oh my God, what's Kirsten Gillibrand doing? These things will never, they'll never affect your life in any positive, meaningful, meaningful way. And I'm not trying to like black pill anybody, but you might owe it to yourself just to, at least I owed it to myself to uh, calm the fuck down with all the politics. All right. Just calm down. I mean, people that have listened to the show for a while would, you know, make me, it would hear me make jokes about, oh, you know, Joe Manchin or uh, Kristen, Kirsten Cinema. I mean, all these people, I, I stand by those points. I stand by those points. I will not reiterate them. Uh, okay, I will reiterate them. Basically, they should be, uh, well, let's just say they should no longer be in power. That's a nice way of putting it. I think that that's fine. Put them under the, put them under the jail. I mean, I would throw them in jail, but I prefer to throw them under the jail. This, for anyone listening, this was just a remark in a comical setting, not a call to action, not threats, none of those things, okay? I'm just having a good time on the podcast, all right? Something I've been thinking about a lot lately is like stagnation, you know, spinning your wheels, you're in the same spot, you feel like you're, you feel like you're, you're, you're you might be doing the, making the right moves, doing the right things, at least somewhat, and you just seem like you're in the same spot. I'm currently going through that, you know. Also, side note, anyone listening, please, for God's sake, please find find validation in yourself. Find inner validation. Stop being like me and wanting the acceptance and praise of your peers, of strangers, of uh, anyone that isn't actually important to you, okay? Because that's a recipe for uh, eternal uh, languishing. You're just eternally going to be at the mercy of whatever, whoever you're, you're with, your peers, your colleagues, your friends, you know, strangers in the audience that you just want to make them laugh, you know, do more for yourself. I know that this is um, kind of like shitty Andrew Tate right now. Maybe I can be a little bit more misogynist. Maybe women are dumb. Okay, maybe that's not going to work either. I think he's got a brand and we're just two different brands. All right. I actually like just heard about this fucking guy, Andrew Tate, like a couple days ago. I didn't realize he's like this huge fucking... Uh, I don't know, idle to a lot of people, I guess technically within my demographic, it's like, you know, like 18 to 35 people, men usually, I guess he's like, I don't know, some self-help guru, 
but also like incredibly misogynist and kind of just shitty overall. Maybe. No, I, I don't. I'm not gonna uh, say those are good things. Okay, not saying those are good things. But you know what's bad? You know what's bad? Free thinking in cells. Okay, that's how you get. That's how you get shooters on the the the, the main street in, in in Toronto. All right, spending all day on 4chan r slash Paul. That's a confusing thing. That's Reddit and 4chan. Oh well. Shout out to the incels. Okay, randomly, because this is tangent. Going back to what I was saying earlier about fantasy football, I truly believe that there is like a sliding scale or like an inverse correlation chart, like that chart where one line's going up at the same line one is going down. It's like on the up line, it's like the amount of fantasy football leagues that you're in, as that goes up, the amount of times that you have sex with your spouse or just any other willing participant goes down. Right right now, I just passed the sweet spot of two, two fantasy football leagues combining with a happy marriage. Now I'm in four and my wife wants to murder me. It's okay though, all right? Because I'm going to be dialed in, all right? I got thousands of dollars on the line. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. All right, I've joined Andrew Tate's uh, Fantasy Sleeper League. I'm excited. I put down, let's see. Well, I put down the deed to my home. Well, my my uh, my condo. It's What the fuck is a condo versus an apartment? Like, I bought an apartment, but people call it a condo. I have no idea what the distinguishing factors are between uh, an apartment and a condo. I mean, it's a 900 square foot domicile. But is it because like I own it, it's a condo, and if you rent it, it's an apartment? I have no idea. I am, though, excited for the market to crash because I checked... I mean, this is not a flex at all because this is all fucking made up bullshit, like <laughs> housing prices, especially in Sacramento, because they are fucking ridiculous right now. So again, this is not a flex, but how the fuck is my 900 square foot apartment in the fucking suburbs at listed at like a quarter million dollars? There's no way this actually is a thing. There's no way that this is actually real. This, it's impossible. Like that you, that you just know that the that the not the government the the real estate landscape the real estate landscape is is just completely made up. It's fake. I I mean I know I'm not the first person to talk about quote fake real estate. Shout out to Tim Dillon, friend of the show. But it's true. It's 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 true. I I, I don't want to sell this place and then have to buy another place that's ridiculously overpriced. Like are you fucking insane? That would be ridiculous. But people are saying, oh, no, you know how many fucking like letters I get in the mail? Like, hey, Spencer, you know, you should sell your place. We'll pay you cash right now. And it's still like, you know, tens of thousands over what I paid for it. So it's like ridiculous. I mean, to give you an idea of what I paid, it's almost, no, it's double. It's like damn near double what I paid for it. What it's listing at right now. Please, can can Jerome Powell, the Fed, whoever, can they just 
fuck everything up sooner rather than later so I can figure out how much this place is really worth. Because I don't want to live, damn sure don't want to live in the suburbs my whole life. Or, I mean, really, I don't even want to live in Sacramento for forever. But damn sure not the suburbs. I mean, I grew up in the fucking suburbs. You know, I'm already boring as it is. I got to go get robbed downtown, okay? Somebody find me with a with a knife in my back on Broadway, all right? That's how I'm going to be having a cool life. Post-traumatic stress from violent attacks. It's, 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 I'm ready to make the move. As soon as, like, the, the real estate market, like, truly crashes, I'm ready to make that move. It's, it's time. It's, it's, it's about goddamn time to get out of here. I have no idea where we're going to go, though. I mean... I still like, I'm, I'm trying to, I want to do comedy still. So I don't want to just move to some podunk town in the middle of nowhere. But I, I it's a weird, it's a weird trade off you got to make. Cause I'm God, if I'm moving to LA, I must have like a fucking dream job lined up already. Or I've made, you know, a break. I've made a break in, in, in comedy or something, but I just please God, Please don't make me move to LA. Or just it's so fucking expensive. It's I mean, I hate I hate traffic in Sacramento, all right? There's 50, there's 500,000 people here and I still fucking hate the traffic in this town. Like I used to work at a place that was 6 miles away from where I was living. It was a 45 minute drive home at times and I I would I would consider uh, mass violence every single time I got stuck on a drive home. I mean, it was, I, I'm just, I, I, I guess I should be spending more time in therapy uh, talking about my uh, reluctance of traffic, which I'm sure is a very uh, uh, novel and uh, only for me type of problem. I have never met anyone else who has ever just, just uh, expressed disdain or being upset with traffic. Okay, this is kind. Of, this is a, a hot, fresh, hot take from Spencer Sellins and Tangents. Oh, speaking of Spencer Sellins and Tangents, I, the show, myself, we got our first hater. Yeah, we got our first hater. It's kind of a milestone of the podcast. All right, I do love. I I love people that you find on the internet. I mean, I, I forgot how it started. I think I was on like some, I was on Reddit and I just commented like on someone else's stupid, like multi-million timed downvoted comment, like saying that that's dumb. And it wasn't even a hot take. It was just kind of like, wow, that's really dumb. And this guy, I completely forgot about this whole thing. This guy then messaged me about a couple hours later, like message after message after message after message talking. I, he spent. He went like a whole deep dive, and found the podcast, and and uh, I guess listened to a couple episodes. Found my social media, and he, oh my god, the I love it. Hey, if you ever want anyone out there, if you want someone to feel bad about themselves, don't spend time and energy researching them. Okay, the best way to uh, uh, the best revenge, so to speak, is to live a good life. Okay, and now I'm not. 
I'm not living a good life now because this guy ruined my life, okay? And you should know it too. I forgot what your name is. I think you're something about, I don't know. It was weird. It's 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 weird because I used to be someone like that too. Where and I still kind of am. I mean, I got a lot of hang up, but uh, I mean, obviously, it's way easier to uh, preach rather than practice. Because I am not someone who does this. But oh my god, please try and live a better life. This is. This is what happens when I don't have a guest. I just become like a shitty, like motivational, boring podcaster. This is exciting. Somebody come on here and talk about Epstein or something. Jesus, I need some uh, repartee. Somebody shoot me, please. No, but I am. Um, on a side note. I am working on a couple new podcasts right now. Uh, I'm in the producer's chair, but um, the former guest, you've been on here a couple times, Josh Means. Uh, he's starting, he's restarting, he's revamping his podcast by all means. Uh, it's, I believe it's on Spotify at the very least. You should check it out. I'm on, I'm the producer of that one. I'm on sort of on a couple episodes. It's a good time. Yeah, for those who don't know, Josh means he is a local Sacramento comic. He runs, uh, he co-runs the uh, the Bay Area Roast Battle, which incorporates Sacramento because we cannot be our own entity. We must be attached to somewhere else. Even though most of the better battlers are from Sacramento, but I digress. I digress. There are some really fucking good ones out there, though. Someone that did, oh, I forgot the guy's name, but he roasted uh, Logan Farr and did like a whole like slideshow about him instead of just like roast jokes. I heard it, it fucking killed. It was great. Anyway, but um, I don't know. Sacramento's got like, we got a chip on our shoulder. We really do. It's probably because we didn't really do anything, but, and, you know, we have one major sport. I'm one major sports team, and it, well, the Kings fucking suck. Uh, we almost had an MLS team, so, you know, which would have been cool. I like soccer, but uh, no one else does. I guess the money pulled out, which, of course, you know, I thought that we were supposed to let the billionaires save us. They were supposed to save us, okay? I'm waiting for Elon Musk to get on here with his flamethrower so we can get uh, some more viewers, okay? Because I... The only way that we can survive in a society is if Elon Musk's build us an underground highway for one single type of car uh, and Mark Cuban artificially makes the drug market cheaper, which, I mean, is a good thing in and of itself because the <laughs> the healthcare industry in this country is, I mean, is truly, is truly like if I were like a God-fearing man, and I kind of am, but like who doesn't? fearing on an omnipotent being, but like if there truly is a hell, I can't imagine anyone not working, anyone working for like in the C-suite executives or like a CEO, that level, the board members of insurance and healthcare companies, please, if there truly is a hell, please send every single one of them to their fiery eternal nightmare because they are effectively in a combination of lots of other factors, mostly Going back to greed, which is, you know, 
Greed is good, baby. By the way, this is now a terrible um, socialist podcast. When's the last time a billionaire like actually saved us? And I know that's not no one's actually saying the billionaires are going to save us, but you're on the internet a long enough time, you're going to see like these voracious sycophants for like people like Elon Musk, where I mean the dude, the dude inherited millions from his apartheid loving father, then co-founded uh, what's that fucking PayPal used that money, and then bought out, then bought Tesla, okay? I, I don't understand. Yeah, he's a smart guy, but he just, all he wants, here's the thing, here's the folly of of man, is that we still just want to be loved. We still just want to be loved by people and not, and respected, because we don't, and I speak this 100% from my own experience, we don't have, like, a core foundation of ourselves. And I mean, you look at Elon Musk, like these people, what he's, he all, he, you know what he wants? He just wants to be like a 14 year old shitty memer. He's posting like all these like terrible, like political compass memes or like he's using fucking zoomer, like slang terms that I don't fucking get because uh, I'm old. I'm old and I don't get it. And it's okay. It's okay. Because you know what? I'm not going to be like a 50-year-old man posting Wojak, Soyjack memes. You know, grow the fuck up, dude. Come on. You got this. I, God, I mean, my dad's British, so I'm sure there's a little blood money in my bloodline down the way. But, uh, I mean, come on. Where's my daddy with the apartheid money? That's what I want. I want, I the only way that I want to inherit money is if it was built off the backs of modern day Jim Crow. All right. But if he was British, it'd be James Crow. James Crowwell. Or maybe we just should become fifty year old shit posters. Maybe that is that maybe that is the way to go. I think it might just be. Do you? It might just be the way. Cause look at it. I mean, he's got it going on. Okay, this has been a long rambling thing. Uh, we're going to take a little pause right now. I'm going to go on a lovely little trip with my wife. We're going to go up the hill, look at some uh, some shit. It's almost fall. Oh, yes. So I will be back afterwards to complete the episode. I love you. Be right back. Okay, the break's over. All right, thank you. What a lovely day trip to Apple Hill with my wife. Oh, boy. No, I sound sarcastic, but it was fun. It was nice. So now I am sitting here in the studio, looking in a mirror, becoming a broadcaster. In the words in the innumerable Sacramento Kings, quote, proud made me do it, which is what I will use as an alibi or as an excuse for any uh, heinous crimes that are committed in the future. Officer, you need to understand, proud made me do it. What a lovely tangent here at 6.55 in the morning. Oh boy, we are back. I know this podcast has been a little bit rambly, but I wanted to stay on brand. All right, this is tangents. This is not... A podcast about well-thought-out ideas in a linear structure that you're easy to comprehend. No, 
This is a podcast hosted by an ADHD madman who can't fucking remember anything for more than 30 seconds without a shiny color out of the corner of his eye. Distracting me. Now, anyway, touching on back what I was talking about earlier about um, my favorite sociopath, Elon Musk. I don't know why I'm putting an S on there. Elon Musk. Yeah, I saw a really, um, I guess we can say, uh, fucking terrifying. Yeah, that's it. Fucking terrifying article about this Tesla owner who thought it was a good idea, who thinks it is a good idea to get his Tesla key, like a chip, to unlock and start his car, his Tesla car, implanted in his arm. What is going on with Tesla users? Tesla drivers, please, if you're listening, please help me understand what is wrong with you. Yes, this is only about one person, but you are a monolith, all right? Prius drivers used to all be the same 10 years ago, all right? Now we're a very diverse class of people ranging in from middle to upper middle class society, all right? Or their son or daughter borrowing their parents' car to use, all right? But I digress. No, but the the, the level of insanity it would take to think it'd be a good idea to get your car keys implanted into your body. Like, who... Does anyone actually think that that would be a good idea besides this fucking sociopath? Because you know this guy is bragging about it. Like, he's going around to whatever friends he may have left and just saying, hey... Where are your car keys? Can you find them? Huh? Yeah? Can't find your car keys? That sucks for you. Then he just starts whacking his arm like you're about to shoot up some heroin. Where are you at, Big Blue? Jesus Christ. This guy's... I mean, I would totally brag about it. I would brag specifically about... Um, you know, I would totally brag about it. I would brag that, hey... My level of sociopathy is so through the roof that I not only have enough money to do this, but think it's a good idea. Is it a good brag? No. I think it's called a humble brag. I'm rich, but also insane. The wife and I are going to be in New York next week. It's going to be fun. We're going on our honeymoon. All right. That's what cool kids do. Go on the honeymoons with the money they get from the wedding. No, it's going to be fun, though. I've never been to New York. Um, I'm going to try and hit up some open mics. I'm excited to do comedy in the laundromat. Uh, That'll be a first for me. Um, Usually, it's just bars. All right? So, I'm excited for a little bit of variety in my open mic life. All right? But, I mean, you know, New York City is the place to go if you want to get good at stand-up. All right? It's where you go to grind your teeth or whatever the fucking Turner phrase is to get better. I mean, that's where the cream rises to the top, so to speak. All right. And then I will use several other idioms to basically say that, you know, you can get, you, you go to New York to get good at stand up. And I'm excited to be there for a week and um, leave the same level. It's going to be great. But I definitely want to hit up, you know, some, some famous clubs. I totally want to go to the cellar. I got it. I mean, the, I know there's like a two of them, I think. But uh, fuck me, I don't know which one. The one in the Lou in the, the intro for the Louis. I think that one's in the village. I don't know. Oh well. And can you tell I'm not a local? Quick shout out. Hey, 
if you want to support the podcast, um, please go to patreon.com slash the tangents pod. There's uh, extra episodes. There's the, uh, the back catalog, the vault, if you will, of past uh, and previous episodes. Uh, see where it all began. See how far we have come. And then you can see whether or not that was a joke. No, but I would really appreciate it. It means a lot to me. It keeps the show going. I, um, you know, doing a podcast by yourself is, it can be hard. Not just for like motivation, uh, among many other things, but it's just, it's just a lot to do. I mean, not all, I mean, you got to think of topics. You got to, because as much as I'd like to, you know, say, hey, this show is completely verbatim or not verbatim, uh, ad lib i mean you got to think of some stuff i mean some some people come on and they're not you know super into the you know just riffing riff raff riffing or riffing it's not always the case but uh you know it, it can be hard and i think the motivation sometimes you know it got to come from within obviously and it's just keeping it fun you know keep getting the right guests on having fun just being silly, fucking around with my friends. That's the reason why the whole reason why the podcast started was just to hang out with friends, get to know other comics that I that I respected, get to get to know them a little better, you know, meet other comics that I didn't know very well yet. A variety of things. I uh, I think just keeping that going is good. All right, I think we're gonna keep it short this week. Uh, just a little quick mini tangents. Just to make sure you guys know that I'm still here, all right? I'm still here. The podcast is not going anywhere. I'll get much better at uh, releasing, back, getting back to weekly basis. I think I fucked myself in the beginning with doing the twice a week thing. I definitely did. But we learn. You learn these things. Burnout is a definitely real thing, all right? So for those of you at home, don't try too hard. Because some guy on a podcast told you, okay? If there's anything you'll ever take from this podcast, just remember, advice from people on a podcast is better than any advice you'll get anywhere else, okay? Because we're on the internet. That's where facts come from. Okay. Well, that was a long meandering uh, outro. Regardless, patreon.com slash thetangentspod. There's a couple different uh, tiers. Please check it out. Consider supporting the show, or at least just tell your friends about it. Rate us on Apple iTunes, five stars. Leave a review. Leave a comment. Subscribe to the YouTube, The Tangents Podcast. It's, uh, it's all up to you. The ball's in your court. Shoot it, dribble it, turn it over, whatever the fuck you want. All right? I love you. Bye-bye.